welcome to Radio MVP, episode number 100 of the Sports Podcast. Hi everyone, I'm Tim, along with Amy, as always, as uh, we uh, will talk some sports, but not much more. No, not at all. Welcome to the NFL season, if you do not know. Came out of here, came out of nowhere, but like, right? You know, with no preseason games, you know, it's just, it's like one week you're in shorts and t-shirts, and the next week you're... You're getting ready to kick off the season. You know, obviously this year has been really strange from March on mm-hmm. in the world of sports and just the world in general. And obviously the baseball season, late July, the college football season has split into two. Uh, Youngstown State obviously not playing. The division schools not playing. Right now the Big Ten not playing. The Pac-10 not playing. The rest of them playing. There's a few others not playing, like uh, the Patriot League mm-hmm. and a few uh, um, the Ivory League mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But uh, for the most part, it's going to be a split year. And a lot of rumors going on everywhere in the past week. A lot of people thought the Big Ten was going to make an announcement last Friday and then Monday after the holiday. Mm-hmm. And here we are on a Thursday night, no announcement and no real... Uh, far as I know, procedure set in place to, to cast another vote, and I really don't expect one for mm. for a while. Um, now, with that said, watch it be tomorrow, because that's usually what happens after I say something. Yeah, it's, uh, I think the best way to sum up is a lot of rumblings, rumors, and no tr- really to them. Uh, it's pretty much status quo. Uh, Ryan Day did come out today and release uh, just summarizing his team's feelings. We see these guys, pl- Nerdane's playing, and yeah. Pitt's playing, and Clemson's playing, and all these teams are playing West Virginia, and our guys are left wondering, why, why not us? You can't blame him. He's going to bat for his players, and when you had a team like that, could have probably in 10, 11, or 12 games would have the competition. Uh, you can't blame him. Yeah, you know? um, I understand all that, and I agree to a certain level with 100%. Uh, I don't have a problem sticking up for his player, trying to uh, be the voice of re- or be the voice of a leader. My question to him, and obviously there's, mm-hmm. and what type of communication has he gotten from the exactly. itself? And two, has there been any pushback for him in sport? Into the, now I get now. Let me rephrase that because Ohio State has voted for the season the play. Going, yes, originally voted no. Mm-hmm. Second vote voted yes. yes. So in a sense, uh, is I don't. I mean, we phrase it. I don't think he's insubordinate at all. No, no. Um, but because the new president, Dean Johnson, I believe she was the one who voted yes, and she correct, and she was she actually came out on a Zoom call or a Facebook live thing. She wanted to uh, play, and she gave her reasons why to play. Well, let's be honest. Um, the economics of playing for Ohio State enormous, millions of dollars. Yeah, I mean, hundreds of millions yes. of dollars. It's not just millions of dollars. It's hundreds of millions of dollars. So uh, I think that's going to be what, let's be honest, a lot of these decisions that were made by the Big Ten and the Pac-12 are administration decisions primarily because of the old covering yourself, uh, covering your own, to be quite honest. Uh, obviously, some lawyers got involved and said, put you at risk. For, and if this should happen, then. I'm not saying there's not medical backing for what they've chose to do. A lot of this really, in my opinion, has to do with just covering yourself from yep. any potential liability mm-hmm. that you may have. Now, I understand the lawsuits and all that. Uh, I'm no lawyer. I'm not going to try to be. But most lawsuits don't. 
won't happen very fast. No, no, they're very long, drawn out. So here is quote unquote discovery and tomorrow. My opinion. No, I could be wrong. I could be a hundred percent wrong. Tim, you're probably going to go to the end of the year. Yeah, I just don't know if you're going to get the answer they're looking for now. And by then, they'll probably have a decision to do yeah. this year. Um, I don't know. I, I honestly have I, I have mixed feelings about it. Here's my, here's my question, and I'm probably looking at it completely the wrong way. We we have discussed and we get the financial fallout. Each school, no matter if it's Ohio State or Purdue, going to face from that. But if you're Ohio State and you start in say December and play a winter, so you're playing for a Big Ten title, what's you know I, I get it. You're playing and you're having a season and you're getting money. And playing for a Big Ten means something at Ohio State. When you don't have that playoff for a national championship to play for, it's kind of, you know, I uh, Yeah, well, let me ask. Are national titles overrated in the collegiate level? I know they mean something to the fan base. I know the way it has been set up over the last 25 years, it has some meaning in, in sports. But when you really get down to the playoff system, a joke in, at the division. At least there's four. Before it was just, I remember back in the day, it was a vote. Yeah. And then you had the. Split. And, yeah. Right. Then you had the. The, um, the BCS. The BCS system where you had the top two teams play each. At least you had something back yeah. then. But it wasn't really a a fair place to get it done. I, like I said, the top four, you can live with that. Obviously, the more teams you have involved, the better of a turn, more realistic of a champion. I'm not sure. If national titles have the same, I think they do to a fan base. I think they do to, but when you look at the at, at a bigger picture, the, you know, raise the flag and 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 the show on the title two thousand or two thousand yeah. you know fifteen and all that good stuff. But in the end, does it really matter? Tim, the, I don't. You know, honest to God, I mean, Notre Dame, quote unquote, only wins a national title every twenty five years now. Uh, what are they playing for? They can say they're playing for a national title, but they really haven't even played for that many in the last 25 years. That's a good point because, um, and I have changed my mind of each fan base in each university has their own. Now, the opinions within the fan base were, but I, I think each fan base has own definition of what constitutes success. a successful season. Um, at Ohio State, it's twofold. Correct. You better beat Michigan, and you better win the national championship. And I'll even say this, and I think some Ohio State players and coaches has in the past, beating Michigan might mean more or as much as a national championship. Yeah, I mean, when you have a rivalry of that level, but uh, no, no, I mean, and you have that rivalry in different areas mm-hmm. of the country. Like, for example, Auburn-Alabama is a yes, huge rivalry, yes. and we know Alabama's won the majority yes. of the games. Uh, does that take away from the rivalry? No. no. Uh, Florida-Georgia is a big rivalry. Always has been. Uh, you know, you can go UCLA. Army-Navy. Right, UCLA-USC. Yes. They, we all have these rivalries. Now, some of them are older and dated mm-hmm. back and have a great history, and there's no question about it. Uh, the Ohio State-Michigan rivalry over the years initially has been a great rivalry. Yes. In the last 30 years, you can't say it's been a great rivalry. There's been a few good yes. games. Yes. There's been a few good games. Two. Uh, oh, three, three or four. But there's been some really competitive games mm-hmm. and some really great games over the years. However, you look at the dominance in the 90s of Michigan over Ohio State. You look at Ohio State's dominance over Michigan since the Jim Tressel yes. era. Uh, is the rivalry that 
It means something to the players. It means something to the university. It means something on a national level. But is it really as important today as it once was? Because, honestly, I don't think it's a rivalry unless another team beat you. On a national stage? No, I don't think it's looked at as a— it's in every rivalry. Every rivalry faces this problem. Um, for example, what I'm saying, like Notre Dame has a few different rivals. Yes, for different reasons. Yes. Right. Usually the U- USC rivalry. USC is, yes. USC is beat, has consistently beat Notre Dame over the last 30 years. Yes, especially since, yes. Yeah, especially the last 20 years. So is there really a rivalry there? Because um, there's a rivalry for Notre Dame to win because they are on the short end of the stick. But is there really a rivalry for USC anymore? Because USC traditionally has won this game. Um, and that's what Ohio State has with me, by the way. I think since Brian Kelly has gotten there, he has a winning record against USC. Uh, it's become more of a rivalry. Um, to me, it's the most important game to, right, right. to, no, to I, me. And, and um, it is Ohio State-Michigan for every Ohio State-Michigan um, fan. You know, but if you talk to some people, Notre Dame fans, the Notre Dame-Michigan game they were playing every year meant as much or more because they were so they were a, th- a three-hour trip, right? Um, you know, the Boston College rivalry. People on a national level may laugh at it, but between the two fan bases, that's a passionate rivalry. That means something to them. It means something. Um, to, I think the Boston College more than it does name. No, nah, I would disagree that. I think Notre it, Dame wants to win. But win. No, because but it is more important because, for Boston College to win because Boston College is not looked at. At the know, national level, um, that exactly the Navy they call it a rivalry. Yeah, because it's been around the for a hundred years. The Navy series is meaningful just because of all the history behind it. Correct. Um, you know, getting back to my original point, when I was growing up, Tim, my uh, you define success by a beating Southern Cal, two being competitive for national champs, and I think the last ten years or so, I flipped. A, you better beat Southern Cal. That that. That's a successful um, – and B, 10 win seasons. I, you know, I know those don't mean much, um, but, you know, because if you go 8-4 and four at Notre Dame and you beat Southern Cal, is that a good year? And it's like – Let me ask you a different question. Okay. For Notre Dame. And, and hopefully our listener will have a, an opinion on this. This season, Notre yeah. Dame's actually playing in a – how important it is for Notre Dame. Zero. To actually, actually have a flag that says they won the one time they can be in a conference, they Zero won the conference. Zero. I, I don't think if you pulled a hundred Notre Dame fans and you asked them how important is it to win, they would say two or three. Say, yeah, I, I could care a lot. Honestly, I could care a lot. It will put you in the quote unquote top four if you happen to win. I think we can not win the ACC and probably still get it with the Pac-10 and Big Ten not competing this year. Probably yes. Um, it's possible. I just, I'm going to say restate that. Yes. It's possible. Yeah. I, you know, to me, Tim, I don't think winning any – like, it's nice. It's, you know, it's a nice carrot to dangle in front of the team as motivation. But it's, it's you know, I mean, eh. Like, I – Right, know, beating North Carolina is not important to you as beating USC. No, I – Is USC even on the schedule this no, year? No, I didn't no. think so. Yeah. USC is – you're uh, just playing an ACC schedule. ACC plus uh, South Florida. That okay, was, the one, the one conference. Yeah, right. we try to get Navy up here, but Navy did move their home game to an away game. You can't blame them. No, um, but to, no, Tim, I don't. I mean, be great. That means be Clemson probably once or twice. But the general consensus I've gotten there is from talking to fans, 
playoffs. Well, playoffs. The, the only way you get they to the playoffs this year is you win the – you don't win the ACC champ there. Because um, here's my gut feeling. I think they can get in. My gut feeling the is ACC. they'll take three from the SEC and one from the ACC. Um, I think you can put pencil in Alabama and LSU. No. You think then, LSU's going to get there? Oh, yeah. And then you look at, for example, probably is in. So if you don't win the ACC, I don't know if you I'll get there. I'll say this. The winner of November 7th gets in. Well, prob- oh, there's no question. If Notre Dame uh, – no, let me, let me rephrase that. The winner of November 7th in South Bend when Austin Clown gets in. Granted, we take care of business in Pittsburgh, Chapel Hill. Those are our two biggest games where you, right. you, you could stub your toe, especially the game. Um, if you're, um, in my opinion, and – this is never going to happen, but I would have. There are six main New Year's bowl games. The New Year's Six, whatever yeah, the hell they yeah, call yeah, them, or whatever. Yeah. Um, by the way, there are some their fans telling me, "Oh, we got to get a New Year's." It doesn't matter. That means it nothing mean, at all. It means that nothing. means nothing. Like last year, we won the Camping World Bowl, the Champs Bowl, where the hell it is. It didn't mean a damn thing except. Um, well, New Year's Day bowls don't have the same meaning they once not to, did. No. Um, the the bowl you, the bowls that matter now are the championships. As the semifinals and then the champ. Everything Ohio else State don't matter. Does not make the playoff. Wins the Rose Bowl. Does that still mean as much? Well, I think that's all they can play for this year. If there is a Rose Bowl, but say when they beat Washington a couple years ago and didn't make the playoff, they had beat Michigan, they'd won the Big Ten, and bowl. was that still a successful season? Or do you think some people characterize it as a failure because wasn't that year well, the year they got? Yeah, well, you have the mentality national championship or bust. That's so hard that, to have. And but that. Let's face it. Right now, there's three schools that have that year in and out on a, a traditional. Yes. That is Alabama, Ohio State, and Clemson. Yes. The others, you have people who fly in and fly out who have made nice runs mm-hmm. and have had success. Like, like for example, LSU. Uh, will LSU be back this year? I don't think some so. Some people say yes. Some people say Obviously, we won't know until it begins. You want to know my team is going to make the playoff out of the SEC? But that could be that that rise, like like Georgia was a couple of years ago. Yes, uh, you're always going to have uh, one team who kind of rotates in and out. Yes. Okay. Uh, I don't think you'll ever see a team from a non-power five school because a lot of people are saying this is the year a Central, a Memphis, Cincinnati gets in. I think this is the best opportunity. I to. would I would say this going back with the Big Ten and the Pac-12 not. I would have liked to seen this year because this year in every league we have seen, you have to be able to adapt and go beyond what is norm, tradition, and comfort. I would, I would have gone to a sixteen. I would have gone to a sixteen playoff because that way you reward the C champion for sure getting on, the SEC champion, Big Twelve champion for and the Americans playing correct, Cincinnati and all them. That's four, and then you could take the next best. Well. And I would have done it that way. Well, Just, uh, again, again, this is the year to, to change things yes. because of because of COVID. Everything has changed. You know, the NFL hasn't changed their playoffs, but the NBA did, the NHL did, Major, Major League Baseball. Baseball did. Now, grant you, all those teams were all those leagues were affected by COVID in with a short season, yes. and this is a way for them to make extra yes. money up. Now, uh, in the same vein, could college football do the same thing? Yes. yes. I don't necessarily think they will. No, no, no. And uh, honest, I don't watch that many bowl games. Anymore. I really don't. No, no. I watch Ohio State's game. Mm-hmm. You'll watch the playoffs and the. And I, I, that's it. Yeah, I'll watch the top four teams, and that. Let me. Ask I don't you. really watch any. 
bowl game just because it's football. I love football. Don't get me wrong. But I could care less if it's Middle Tennessee State versus some. Or I could care less if it's Kansas versus Cincinnati in the Potato Bowl. It means nothing to me. So let me ask you this. With that being said, are you more inclined to watch, say, the AFC wild card game, the AFC championship, or the championship? The NFL playoffs always catches your, you know, you want to watch. Them. Okay. You have, you have a desire to, now, obviously being a Browns fan for the last 20, you've never really experienced the playoffs. <laughs> so, I mean, you're, you're, yeah. maybe attention span is not as high as it would be. But you'll be. still tune, you'll sure, tune in I'll more I'll tune than, in more to that than I will, uh, you know, the Las Vegas Bowl. See, I am completely different. The Las Vegas Bowl, I have no interest. I'm completely different. I would rather watch when bowl season starts. And usually it's on my birthday. Or the, right, right. It's or, in that time of the year. You know, yeah. um, I would much rather sit down the Boise, Idaho potato. Like last year, I watched more of the lesser bowl game than I did. of. And I watched, and I'll say this, Tim, there are some years where I watched Notre Dame and Ohio State's bowl games. Like if it's not a playoff game, I don't, you know, want to win. But the bowl meaning doesn't mean much. We just never does it. It's all corporate bowl games. There are. It's the Federal X bowl game, whatever you want to call it. Last year, you know, I, but there are, like, I remember a couple years ago, Cincinnati played Duke. I watched more of that than I did the Super Bowl. I won't watch, like, I have no desire to watch the NFL. Well, uh, and I get that. If Uh, if my team's uh, on it, and it's like, uh, you know, and that's just how I am, you know. Yeah. There's, there are many who will watch football no matter who what's yes, playing. Yes, you're They'll right. go down the street and watch a peep game. You're you're exactly right. You know, and I'm not disparaging that. No. I I personally, if I don't have any type of it, you're not I, gonna, I don't have a high interest. You're right, yeah. And there are some great games, and sometimes you find a great game, and you watch it, and it's really entertaining, and you love, you know, to exp- uh I don't remember those games. I don't really, you know. I've seen some great football games that I'll always remember yes. in the past. Uh, like, for example, Boston College, Miami, back when Bernie Kosar uh, was playing. That game yes. is cemented in my mind because it was the Doug Flutie Hail Mary pass. Uh, you know, games like that, I'll, I'll remember those things. I'll remember some of the Ohio State games because, yes. well, especially when Trestle's there because it was, you know, even more meaning to us here in Northeast Ohio. Yes. Um, obviously, during the Meyer era, I mean, you were – Playing for championships every yep. year. Sometimes we lost in the Big Ten championship game, like when Michigan State beat oh, the crap out of yeah. us. But things, you know, that's competition, Let- and that's what you, you can accept. Now, you know, it's just it is what it is. Um, getting back to like tonight, uh, the NFL starts. Uh, it's the Texans and the Chiefs. Yep. They have the Super Bowl champion always yep. on Thursday night. Is it a great matchup? No, no. not really. No. Would, I think a, a more interesting matchup, and I don't make the schedule, and I can't even get into it, would have been would have been Tampa Bay playing them simply because of Tom Brady. Yes. And then because Tom Brady's played this Thursday night mm-hmm. game so often. Yes. Now to see put Tampa on on the forefront against you know the defending You're champion, exactly right. that yeah. would be interesting. Now, obviously. It, the NFL has a system in there, yeah, and I'm not even sure those teams are scheduled to meet yeah, this year. I believe they are. Yes, they but may be. I don't they know. Are, yeah, I don't. I, I don't know the NFL schedule. Yeah, I don't a- care to know the NFL. Yeah, schedule. the AFC West is yeah playoff. Yeah. Okay. Well, how about that? That would have been a more interesting starting. Now, especially in this COVID year, because honest, 
like you said, there was no build-up this year. There was no, no preseason game, so there was nothing leading up to it. You didn't have any type of anxiety. Oh, you know, we only scored 10 points in the first season game, or, you know, our defense gave up 35 points in the second game. You know, whatever the case yes. of anxiety you have for preseason. And they weren't on T. And I can't watch preseason. I have no desire. Even when the Browns yeah. playing, I, 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 I can't stand it. It drives me nuts. I actually enjoy not having preseason. It's boring. Yes. It's boring because there's no buildup each yeah, week. Yeah, you're right. Uh, I'm, and we're so used to that. Mm-hmm. But if from this point on, they said there would never be another preseason game in the NFL, would never happen. But if that would be the case, I'd be okay. Fine. Yeah, I think a lot of fans are okay. Uh, it's just, I know those who don't have season tickets would like that because we'd have to buy them. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> and I think season ticket or still have to pay. Yes. Full Which price. is absolutely ridiculous. Well, that's just, you know, but that's, that's just the, the, the machine is. It's what the machine does. Well, let you... me ask you this, Clint, uh, and not to get off the end of page, but you made a point of tips for championships still mean as much as they And I've had this discussion with a lot of people. Does winning a national championship at Youngstown State, would that mean more to you winning a Frisco, Texas Bowl or the Papa John's Bowl Mac? Oh, sure. I mean, it, it's insignificant because you're not competing those levels. Uh, you're, you know, it's apples and oranges because you're not in the MAC, so it doesn't matter. If you're competing in the MAC, you're, p- you're competing at the Division One level. Now, yes, you're a mid-major, yeah, but you're also playing. You have the right to play and you can schedule an Alabama. You can schedule a U. You can schedule a Notre Dame. Mm-hmm. Uh, not just a one-time thing, but yeah. you're going to be playing teams like yeah. that for the next fifty years. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, that's a big difference. So. Yeah, it has some meat. Uh, you go back to the day when Kent State, and I'm my age yeah. here, in the 70s, played in the Peach Bowl. That was a huge thing. Well, Kent last year just won their first bowl game in Well, that goes all the way history. back yeah. to the Peach Bowl yes, is what I'm talking right. about. Yeah. And that's my point. It is a big deal. Uh, now, you also know at Kent State, at whatever school you want to call it, at mid-major, the chances of you ever competing for a national title Zero. Is, is slim to none. There's a small percent. You can talk about uh, Central Florida and stuff yeah. like that. And look, there's always going to be a blip on the radar. The problem with the small schools, they're not going to consistently compete against the big school because their conferences are not built that way. They may have one or two scheduled games against, quote unquote, the big boy. And if they win them and then they go out and do what they're supposed to do in their conference, they're a top 10 team. There's yeah. no way around it. Yeah. They are. That's just the way it works. Now, you're not you can't tell me that they're necessarily as good as a team in any other the power mm-hmm. 5 school uh, conferences. Sometimes they are. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they are. Like Boise State has a great run. Yes. And I don't want to take anything away from their run. But were they ever truly a national title power? No. no. However, they were a top 5, top 10 power team in the country. Yeah. And did they have that opportunity to maybe crash the party? Yes. Yep. It just never happened. And that was just that was run back then. And even as today, it would be tough for them to crash the party. Yeah. It's not designed for them to crash the party. It gives them a hope to crash the party, but it's not designed for them to crash the party. Yeah, I think anybody of group, the non-Power 5 group, I think Boise State in particular is best bet because they have shown that they can beat orders. They can beat the you know, yeah, every year is different. Yeah. Every year is different. I mean, you can make the case maybe that Cincinnati actually has the best shot yep. right now with you know, Luke Fickle and yep. the program that he's built. So, I mean, again, you, you don't we, know. You, every year is a different animal. Every year is a different opera. 
We'll see. And I'll go back to the NFL. We get a preview mm-hmm. in a sense. Uh, yeah. Just, you know, going into the season, what do you think about uh, Denver? Well, if you were to ask me on, say, Monday night, Tuesday night, I was feeling pretty good. I was thinking, obviously, your first three games in Bay are really tough no matter what's going on. Um, for fans, it's even tougher. Um, I was thinking, you know, going in, they could compete for a wild card. Nobody's, you know, until Patrick Mahomes is gone or they start losing guys because they can't pay him. We're not losing that. Um, now that Vaughn Miller is done for the year, Cortland Sutton's out for a while. I have I have as much excitement as I do. Of, I mean, it's really put a huge dent out just everything. Uh, obviously, injuries are part of sports. Yeah, it, it's and you have to find a way to overcome injuries. Any teams, some teams is more devastating to others. Mm-hmm. You look at the Steelers last year when Roethlisberger went down and how they had to deal with that. That was a uh, you can talk about any an injury in NFL. Mm-hmm. They all have them. They all have to deal with them. Uh, you know, the Broncos are in that new look. I mean, obviously, to me, the most exciting thing about the Broncos is watching Luck. Luck, yeah. excuse me, see how he improved yeah, yeah, in the second year of a new program. Yeah, and I think that goes along with what we've been talking about is expectations. Uh, my expectations now is to see Drew Luck develop. But he's probably going to be put in a spot huge chunk of your just being taken out. They're not in there. Bradley Chubb's not be able to be a three-down uh, player yet. He's making Melvin Gordon now. He's going to be forced to throw the ball a lot. So you're going to see what kind of quarterback. Or you've got Gordon in the back. And I think that's pretty good. It's good. I, I think he's one of the better running backs available. I still available. think Philip Lindsay's our starter. Um, yeah, I do too. But I, but I, I honestly right. think in the end, when you get down to it, they have two backs that they can oh, count on. And yeah. that's kind of where where the Browns are yeah, at this you, year. You, the Browns you have, need to have two good backs in the NFL. Right. Browns you have do. Chubb, and now they have, you know, uh, Hunt in the backfield all season. Interesting to see how the Browns handle that. Hopefully fantasy team. Yeah. <laughs> a, lot of, uh, a lot of fantasy teams are, are counting on. But uh, who doesn't, you know. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. when it comes to fantasy, it gets selfish. But my point is, uh, you the NFL didn't give Cleveland any breaks no. to start to see. I mean, they get the Ravens and the Bengals back-to-back in 10 days. Yeah, that's, uh, well, my honest opinion, I would not put divisional game tonight. Yeah, I think it's terrible. I would idea. not. I would not put a divisional game on Thursday night or Monday. I just will not do it. Yeah, I, but I don't make the schedule. Right. Obviously, um, it's television that makes the schedule. Yeah. And, uh, Thursday night game. Uh, and let's be honest. Outside of the Cleveland and Cincinnati Mark and who are football crazed, like you said, we're going to watch Browns Bengals tonight. As many people who love football, and, and as simple as that, you, everybody knows if you watch. Mm-hmm. And like I said, there's who will go out and watch the game down the street uh, because it's football. Just the way it works, <laughs> and I'm not taking anything away from that. Uh, so, yeah, it's going to do well. Will it be number one? I don't probably because there's nothing else on. Yeah, true. With everything going on this year, people are so starved for football. Well, looks- yeah, and quite honest with you, um, and I don't know the factual statement. Forgive me if it's wrong, but uh, regular television is made this year because of COVID because you can't freaking mm-hmm. film nothing. How do you do a show when you have assistance? How do you do it if you're not in a bubble, you know, mm-hmm. protecting your entire crew? I don't know how Hollywood's going to deal with that. So if your favorite TV show, uh, whatever it may be, I don't know if it's going to be on in the fall, to be honest mm-hmm. with you. So live sport is going to kill. That's yeah. why, you know, quite honestly, I didn't watch any of it because I didn't even realize it was going on. But again, this is the year we have. Yeah. Uh, the U.S. Open in tennis, my understanding, has done well on ratings on TV. 
I know. I, yeah, yeah I, and I, I haven't watched it. I'm not a tennis me either. person, but my understanding is done well. Uh, I think you see more and more of that. Uh, I think my understanding is they had a good television rating for the Kentucky Derby last week. Uh, so, you know, I think anything that's live is going mm-hmm. to have a audience on television. And wait and see how it all develops. Did you see CBS came out with their, their November 15th schedule? It's a Saturday. They are going Masters coverage, 2.30, leading right into Alabama LSU. Oh, yeah, makes sense. That is going to be made. I would like to see the ratings for that day and see how it matches. Because that, that has a chance to one of the best well, rating days. This is what I'm saying. Everything's so different this mm-hmm. year. You know, dates have been moved, have changed. That were scheduled in spring or now in the fall. Mm-hmm. There, the Big Ten right now potentially scheduled yeah. in the fall, moved to slash late winter, fall, yeah. winter slash spring. Who knows? Because they haven't come up to it. Why um, issues? And we could be sitting here in March and April next year doing the ice cast report. Well, that's know? the it's... thing. I mean, this is going to be a very unique next couple of years. This is going away. I don't want to get in. Mm-hmm. And, and medical medical guy, but if you've read the reports, if you've listened to this podcast, I've it many times. This is not going away, and this is going to interfere with things going yeah. forward. Uh, the Big Ten and the Pac-12 and the Ivory League and everything decisions. I'm not yeah. here to question their re- um, Do I wish they were playing now? Sure, yeah. I do. But I also can accept them making decisions. Yeah, you can accept because I do. I, I, yeah, you- I, I know that sounds you know kind of odd, but that's the way. I, did baseball make the right decision not trying to play? Well, they probably made the right decision for the ownership, making it just yeah. a short. And God knows uh, the Indians have really a great opportunity to win the whole damn thing if they actually can, you know, close their eyes and hit a ball. But uh, the pitching, the pitching is it's phenomenal. It can get the Indians to the World Series. question is, can they get any type of timing hit, hitting? And chances of it no. is no. No. Uh, they can't do it tonight. They can't do it all week. And they're, and they're down 3 nothing. last I knew. 7 nothing. Yeah. Well, and they're six outs away from being against a uh, rookie. Oh, good on them. They deserve it. You, you, uh, you're exactly right. You're exactly right right there. They deserve it. Especially the last three games against a terrible last place team. You can see the energy and motivation is not there. Let's be honest, it's not there. They're not making adjustments at the plate, and they have not made adjustments. And you and I have sat here. It's not their fault. It's not their fault at all. It's the way baseball's played today. Yeah, it's all boom or bust. It's all home run or not. Right. It's all. The problem with baseball, in general, is speaking And I don't terms. like the way this is going. Well, exactly. It's. Is it's gotten so analytical mm-hmm. that we've lost the flavor of the game mm-hmm. of what baseball is about: getting runners on, getting them, getting them in, uh, either through th- uh, stealing a base, taking an extra base, hitting behind uh, the runner, right? Little things. Now, uh, again, you have the def- hitters don't make any adjustments like they used to, and defense has become such a big thing that you actually take in the great defensive play away from yes. the game. Yep. So there's a lot of things missing today in action that used to be Omar Fiscal would never make the plays that he made because he would have been playing behind second base today. You would have never seen Omar Fiscal, Robbie Alomartan on the 90s. Well, first of all, we're cheated right now because the only year we're going to probably see it between uh, Lindor and Hernandez. Yeah, yeah. And and those two would have been fun to watch this year. However, way base play today, you're not going to see great defensive plays very often, nope. less often than you did before. 
And that's just that's a, a shame. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, this is what's part of the problem with baseball today. And strikeouts are not overrated. Uh, just are, they're accepted today. So it doesn't matter if you swim or if you take strike three, they're accepted. Yeah. You're exactly right. And that was never part of baseball no. before. There are there were your home run hitters like Reggie Jackson and oh, yeah. Jim Tomey Jim and all, the, who struck out a lot. And they were going to strike out. And they are going to strike out. They also had their game that actually got on base yes. and, and did things. Uh, that's the problem is – every And I think go a step further. Um, everybody now – or not everybody, a good portion – Good ninety percent of them are so pulpy, and that has, and it's tough to watch because you hear so often these announcers talk about let the ball get deep, track it deep, and just they're old school announcers. I mean, they're yeah. players like Rick Manning. He played in the seventies and mm-hmm. the eighties. You got players. You got is that's the way it's played today. They hit the ball a country mile, and it's played to what you do. Defense does it doesn't. That's what I'm saying. Good for the Indians if they get they get no hit it today. They deserve it yeah, because you're, they you're don't exactly do anything right. necessarily to get themselves on base. You're exactly and right. It doesn't matter who's pitching. That's what happens. You are exactly and right. And that goes across the board. All, that's just like the last night where, what is it, the, the Braves? Atlanta Braves scored 29, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Well, they deserve to put 29 on them because they did nothing to stop it. Yep, you're, you are exactly right. You are and exactly this, right. This is where baseball, you know, and – the gimmicks of baseball are not going to the game. Nope. The runner at second base and extra innings and that. It's not going to change the game. It's not going to make you put eyeballs on Let- the game. And uh, keeping a pitcher in for three batters, it hasn't shortened the game. No, it's not. No, it is and, not. And it, and it won't shorten the game because you're going to get what has happened. For example, someone like an Adamson. Who was with the Indians got sent down recently. Thank God. Um, needless to say, you get a pitcher who's struggling. Can't throw it, yeah. He has to stay out there. Yeah. So that means more base runners. And that means the game's going to slow down more, even more. More mound visits. And no, it's not even that. Yeah. It just slows the game down because there's runners on base. And I'll say this, and, and I don't know <laughs> if you've noticed it, but I have noticed it in the games I watch. The extra inning games, it's some bad baseball. It is just some, it is just some really bad baseball well i think there's two primarily thought processes all right whoever made the last the last out of the last inning runner yeah so depending on who that person is is how you how you, you attack the, you, team, yeah. the next inning now if it's the middle of your lineup you're gonna let them hit because that's what they're there for if it's your three four five six you're gonna allow them to hit if it's your bottom the of uh, your order if you're like the Cleveland's bottom the, your job is to move the runner over to third with one out and then hopefully somebody actually can drive in the run or the wild pitch will come, you know, and you'll score. Um, but that's the way, you know, it should be done. It really, it really is. It really comes down to situational. Mm-hmm. It's not, I wouldn't call it bad baseball as I would call it more situational. Uh, you can score without score, you know, getting a base hit like the Indians lost the first game they played in next year. And I believe that's how they beat the White Sox on that Sunday night game without, yeah. without getting a hit. I, and that's going to happen when you have a gimmick role yeah. like this. Uh, you think it's here to stay? I hope not. Me I, either. I, my hope and prayer, and I think it's going to be here in the entire season, is that they would do away with it in the playoff, like 
in hockey where yes, they right. in hockey they go down to four players on the ice mm-hmm. yes. uh, during the yeah. overtime and then yeah. but they went to regular rules in the rules playoffs, in the yeah. playoffs and it was the entire period not five minutes and all that let me uh, so I would hope that baseball would go, go back, back to the, the normal rules I don't think they will I don't think they will let me ask you this Are you in favor of a playoff bubble it makes sense. I agree with that. I, it makes sense. And I like, actually, when I first heard it, I thought it was ridiculous. Uh, all right, the first round, because it's so expanded, there's only three games, you have it at the home you ballpark. Can, yes. Where, mm-hmm. where the top four teams and the other four mm-hmm. come in. And then, like, for example, the American League would go out west to play in Los Angeles, and the National League would go down to Texas to yeah. play because there would be no home team advantage. Yes, you're, and you're I exactly totally right. understand that. And I think that is fair and wise. So, yeah. So um, then d- does winning the division to you? Well, yes, because winning the division gives you the top three mm-hmm. and potentially the number one seed. So you, you definitely have an advantage. They were talking about that last night in the broadcast. So, yeah, it does have it does have an advantage. Now, in the Indian scenario, with their pitching level, normally at the highest level, mm-hmm. we haven't seen it last, but for the most part, you're talking about one pitcher who could dominate a playoffs mm-hmm. like a like a beaver, mm-hmm. uh, then yeah, the, it don't really it's not as important. But you would rather have that, and yeah. I think any team in baseball, they would rather have the last at bat versus first yeah. at bat, simply because they then know if they have to do if they're batting yeah. in the ninth mm-hmm. inning, and that's just the way it works. You know, in, in a sport like baseball, uh, in a tight football game, I haven't met many teams that does not want the ball last and have the chance to either score or win the ball game, but they either tie the game up or to. So, I mean, that's the same thing in basketball. You want the ball in your hand. You don't want to be on defense on the, for that last shot. No. Um, so in baseball, you want that last half. So yeah, it has, it has its advantages. Uh, do I think for the Indians going forward this year? Well, if you have a, you know, as your number one starter and the way he's dominated this year, you may eliminate that need, but if your if your bats do what they have done the last three three days, then it doesn't matter yeah, how I, good you're pitching. You have to you have to get on base. You have to score. Yeah, I'm going to uh, say sometimes this. you need to be embarrassed. Maybe tonight's embarrassment. Eleven nothing right now. Maybe tonight's embarrassment is what they need. Uh, two things happens in these scenarios: you rise up and you become a better team, yeah, better. Or, you, or you or you actually fold. Maybe we're seeing the second half of that statement. Yeah. I, it's too early to tell. We're going to three weeks. Them. There's only three weeks left in the season. Thank it's so sh- it's so short. It, you can't even sneeze and not know what's going we're on. We're going to tell this week because you're right. You lose three or four to Minnesota or city, and then you go to Minnesota for three. And then the, well, the best team in baseball is the Chicago White Sox, right? Yep. And well, no, they the Dodgers. Well, and I even consider the national. Uh, all I care about is the American League because that's who you play. You don't have to yeah, play okay. them until the World Series. Okay, you know, you, you know, yeah, you play in division games, but you're not playing the West. So it doesn't. The White Sox, you think, are still better without with Kyle being placed on the IL. That offense is just so good, and they're getting good pitching from like Gio and others. Mm-hmm. So yes, okay. uh, anytime you lose a major pitcher, it's it's a terrible yes. loss. Uh, hopefully for them that it won't be a long stint, and he'll be back mm-hmm. in the playoffs. Um, an Indian fan, you hope that it's a long stint, doesn't come back. But yeah, right now. Chicago is playing the best base. Obviously, uh, Tampa's playing great base. Here's what I... And those are the two teams right now. If I had to give uh, your best two teams in the American mm-hmm. League, it's the White Sox and the Rays, 
And then you have the second-tier teams like the Indians. And the A's. And the A's. The A's are pretty good, but uh, they're having a little struggle, too. But my, my point is uh, those are the two I really would expect. And if I had to choose, I'd take the Rays. Though I, I think too. the White Sox could be that dark horse team to win it all. Yeah, that would not shock me at all, Tim. No, anything won't shock me this um, year. It's such a short season. Anything's possible. And I'm still sticking with Tampa, even though they have had like everybody in the Major League roster and the Minor League training site on the DL or the IL pitching wise. I like to uh, I agree. I'll, I like the Rays and White Sox. Well, here's here's the challenge. Whoever wins, let's say it's the Rays, mm-hmm. and, and this would be the bad luck scenario for the Yankees. Uh, they would have to play the Rays to start the, the playoffs. Let me ask you, uh, um, do the Yankees even make the playoffs? I, say I think yes. they do. I think they do because I don't think there's a team that much. The teams that are competing against for that eight spot the are Orioles no, and yeah, the Tigers. Yeah. They're not as good and talented as the no. Yankees. Now, the Yankees don't have necessarily the pitching, Mm-mm. but overall talent, I think the Yankees is a higher level than the rest of yep. those teams. I agree now, with you. Again, injury mm-hmm. and opportunity and a short season. Maybe Baltimore shocks the world and makes the playoff. Um, it could happen. And this is a weird year. You you can't discount no. it, but I don't expect it. No, I agree with you. I, I think, think uh, I, I, right now I'd still say the Yankees have the. I picked the Rays beginning of the year. I'm going to stick with you know, I, I, I like Kevin Cash. I like I don't Pete. know if I made a pick. Um, I didn't make a pick on here. My buddy Anthony yeah. Buehner. Yeah. Uh, I said I like Tampa Bay because – to me, that's why I said to him, I said, in order to win, you still have to be talented. They'll be talented no matter what. But the, the mentally toughest team, teams who are willing to and deepest organizing in your minor league, in your major league roster, B, the teams that advance in October this year are probably going to have really good. Well, yeah, I mean, the the, the alternate site is going to matter. And I, and I think this year with their, and we've talked about it a lot, being a different year different and un- teams that are unconventional the and try different things are probably going to win in a race ultimately i don't see anybody so i really don't maybe the cubs but i'd love to it's see a so, cubs to me it's so wide team. open that anybody can win if you make the tournament you're going to have an opportunity and as simple as that because on a three-game series anything can happen use the the indian the uh royals this uh Going into the series, no one thought this would happen. And look what has happened, you know, how they've dominated this. It yeah. could happen in a playoff game, especially a three-game playoff yeah. where uh, one team Anything gets – Well, yeah. you get a great pitching performance. They shut down the, the, the Dodgers, and next thing you know, you get in a slugfest and lose. Yeah. Uh, I'm just using that as mm-hmm. an example. It can happen. Yeah, you're right. Uh, especially in a three-game series. It can happen. I'm not saying will happen. Expect the unexpected there. That's the best right. part about it. You're I right. Mean, which is which is expected and unexpected. I don't know if anybody this year, a six or seven. Yeah, or Buffalo's played well this year. Got to give they them credit. They played really well. Uh, Got to give Ross Atkins and Mark Shapiro a lot of credit. We all knew the guys, BJ and Guerrero and Ariel. They have talent on that team. They brought up some nice pitchers. I mean, they have talent yes, on they that do. team, and we've yes, known that do. in a short season. This is what, you know, like the Yankees have had all the injury pitching. We knew that going into the yes. season, the pitching was going to be exactly a challenge. Right. And then you look at, you know, Judge and, St- and not being healthy, all the other injuries. And then you have, you know, Sanchez, who has not played well all season long. Matter of fact, Torres has not played well. Right. So yeah. there, it's kind of snowballed the wrong direction mm-hmm. for them versus what 
other teams have done. Yep, and, you're exactly you know, right. You look at the Indians struggling at the plate all season long. Going into this, and you and I didn't expect that. No, we expect, I did not we thought, we thought they'd be a better hitting team the year before. They're worse. So you never know what's going to happen. One player can carry a team for two to three. One bat can carry a, a player or a team for put them on their back and have a big series. And that's playoff baseball. You're exactly uh, right. It has been proven over the years. Why did people always get on A-Rod over the years? Because A-Rod failed in the playoffs 95% mm-hmm. of the time. That's why. Um, you look at back in the day when when Winfield was playing with the – what did Steinbrenner call him? Mr. November. Yep. Before there was November baseball, yes. okay? Yep. And the reason why he said that is because he didn't show up in October. Well, when he played with the Blue Jays and won the World Series, mm-hmm. you know, those are the things that happen. And if, um, you can't you can't predict. Uh, I, that's just the way life works. You know, baseball or football, basketball, mm-hmm. uh, you get a hot quarterback at the right time, anything. Get a hot goalie yep. in the NHL. You know, it could take you to the Stanley Cup Finals. And something. You're exactly right. Uh, yeah. It has happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, especially. In a scenario where you have a like we're having this all these sports, mm-hmm. anything's possible. We don't know what's going to happen with the NFL. I, I expect the NFL to play all all season I do too. long. I do too, I, and, and I expect baseball not to stop. Uh, I think when baseball decided not to stop, when they had the problems with Miami and they had the problems with St. Louis, You're exactly right that they were going to plow through. That was the that was a sign. That yeah, was, and that, mm-hmm. that tells me that all sports are going to do the same thing. I think we're going to. Where we may run into the problem is at the college football level because they're having such outbreaks at schools right now across the nation. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. If a school ever has to shut down and go virtual uh, like they did last spring, and I'm not saying they will because I think they're going to plow through these. don't want to lose the money that they make. Uh, so it's going to be interesting to see how this all develops forward. I have no idea. Um, you know. I'm just it week by week and enjoy what we can. And right now the NFL kicks off. Yes. Uh, so we'll watch a little NFL here and see what happens. Uh, it's an appetizer for Saturday at 2-3. Uh, again. That's uh, all I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. To me, it's Sunday, but I'll watch Sunday football and see what happens. And, you know, I'm looking forward to, you know, 1 o'clock on Sunday. It's going to be a tough game. No question about it. Playing Baltimore is never easy. Uh, this is a brand new team and a brand new system and mm-hmm. a brand new coach, and uh, we haven't seen them play at all. And you're going up against a team that won what 14 games last year yep. in the Ravens. So, yep. uh, it's all you know, a lot of balls in the air. A team that you actually defeated in Baltimore last season. Yep. So there's a lot of things. Uh, like I said, the NFL didn't do the Browns any scheduling uh, favors, putting Baltimore and Cincinnati back to back in 10 days. Uh, that is absolutely and. For a brand new coach, I thought was uh, one of the dirtiest things the NFL has done. Yeah, welcome, to a, yeah, welcome the AFC North, huh? Yeah, exactly. Just welcome to the NFL. Uh, you know, bend over and get used to it. <laughs> yeah, uh, I know. And that's just the way it works in the NFL, and and we have to accept that. So, you know, I, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, I'm looking forward to the stretch run in baseball. Yeah, the Indians are playing like crap. We'll see what happens. And uh, what's the latest update? Uh, actually, Patrick Mahomes might have brought me a touchdown. So. Oh, I thought you had the Indians no, update. No, it's it, it's eleven nothing. We're getting no hit through eight. I think, uh, so. oh, oh, I just we go here. It was breaking news. I had been at. Oh my God, we got a hit. Oh, is it? Ah, oh, we got a hit. Who got the hit? Uh, let me check here. That's um, what I'm trying to find out. My Austin Hedges, <laughs> the new Pick one. Pick a guy who you wouldn't think 
gets a hit. Well, you yeah. never know. That's usually what happens. Yeah. Well, let me – you know, Tim, I am uh, – and I'm always excited. I'm a baseball fan. I'm always a baseball fan. But watching the Indians has really gotten me excited. I am all I am all on board for Saturday. kind of wish we had a game tomorrow. Don't. Um, yeah, we uh, – just – Yeah, let's talk the, about uh, that. Yeah. Yeah. Ursland is playing Bourbon. We just never got clearance. We never got uh, an okay from Bourbon to come broadcast the game. Simple as that. Um, obviously, in the COVID area, there's only yeah. so much room. Uh, from my understanding, they never really contact school when the school, when Ursland contacted the room for us. They never. They never got back. So I mean, that's that's it is what it is. It's no big deal. So let me ask you this then: We're not doing the game. Who do you like? I like Ursland. Being close or is it? I think it's it's a it's a good game and Ursland wins it. I think Ursland bores. Yeah, and that could happen uh, in yeah, the fourth I, quarter. I, I think I think it's a good game and and Ursland wins in the fourth quarter. Now, does that mean they pull away by uh, you we, know double digits? I don't know. I think this is Ursland uh, gets the run game. Well, I just don't think Bourbon's good. Okay, <laughs> I'm going to be they quite had a honest. Nice win last week. Had a nice win last yeah, week. Good for them. Um, and and I, I don't. I just don't expect. Uh, but they're going to make the playoffs, so it doesn't really yeah, matter. Hey, so, congratulations. And you move on from there. You see what what the season let may me, bring. Let me flip it real quick. Go back to last week. Uh, I was really impressed. Through, Not surprised. For two games, um, and his team. That team a lot of weapons. I picked. I I I took Ursland in my picks the previous week against any. Oh no, against uh, Fitch. I got to rewatch the Fitch game. Boardman? Yes, and they look so impressive. Yes, they did. And that was before our game. And then we watched them perform against them, and I thought they played again. They are so insane. Well, the bottom line is, in high school football, you take advantage of opportunity, and you take field position and not turn over the ball. And they did all those. And when you do that, you have success. And I'll be quite honest with you, I think the best game of the of the night it's tomorrow night. It was Springfield taking on uh, McDonald, which is going to be airing on Western Reserve Radio, so you don't want to catch that there. And it'll be on television. You can turn down your, your uh, TV, and you don't have to hear Chad. I think... And you can listen to Jim <laughs> and Bob. It'll be a great game. I think it's the second-best game. And I'm going to be biased. Of course, tomorrow in Canfield, you have the Region 9 champion from last, New Philadelphia, coming up to Canfield to play a Canfield team who... In my opinion, one of the three. Like, I think them affects the two best teams. In the and a Canfield team who has made a change at quarterback. I don't want to know if it's a But they've done some tinkering and some tweaking. Um, starting now, a sophomore. Their other quarterback, a more skilled position. Um, Similar to what Ursland did. Yes. Ursland has, of course, Get Reardon. Best athletes has after, Reardon. Yes. At, could use Reardon as quarterback, but they have a, yes. a, a, a junior quarterback who's very good. Yes. So they play him 90% of Canfield, time. And that's what... Canfield, though. Canfield identified who their quarterback exactly. is, and you move on. That's 90% of football and at the high school level. Identify two things, your best athlete and your quarterback. Once you do that, you should be able to build your offense around that. And if you can't do that, you should be coaching. Canfield. That's really goes across the board. I don't care if you're a Division One school or a Division Seven school. That's the bottom line. You identify your best athlete. You identify who is your quarterback. Is they your best athlete the quarterback, or is there someone else who plays the business mm-hmm. at a higher level? That's the first question you answer. You answer that question, then you build your team around it. Until you can answer that question, you don't have an offense. Canfield last week, in the first half, Tim, 9 of 9 passing for 112 and 3. There were games where Canfield wouldn't attempt 9 passes in 2. 
Well, so again, it, I give credit to Pav for identifying the best quarterback, best athlete, and utilizing his talent elsewhere around him and developing. Good coaches will do that, uh, every Anthony. Year. The good coaches will always so identify that. You, Simple. That. Go ahead. Let me ask you this, then. How are they doing the playoffs? Because I've had a lot of people ask me. It's unknown. There's no divisions. So we could have a cancel. No, 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 no. There's, you're still you divisions. Just, okay, you still have divisions. You okay. still have the seven divisions. Okay. We just don't know don't what know the, okay, rankings okay, and okay. how they're going to do it. Okay. Uh, if they're going to put them in regions, who knows? That that has not been determined. Because I had people ask me last week. Can Canfield play fix? And I'm like, I don't think no. so because the same division, but right. I don't know what there's going on. Now, this is not a free-for-all. You have until next Friday night to opt out, correct? The 18th? I believe you have up until the week of the playoffs. Okay, okay. Not September, October. Okay. Yeah. So we're oh, we're already we're at the halfway we're, point. We're tomorrow. at the halfway point now, yeah. Tomorrow. And we'll be starting the second half yep. here next week. And it's going to go quick. And we'll just take it one week at a time for the – all right, Anthony, your best new thing of, of the week. Anything you may have done or, or plan on doing? Uh, watching the Irish on Saturday. All right. Watching I, the Irish on Saturday and uh, playing seven holes of golf tomorrow. There you go. Best new thing for me. I uh, Everyone knows I love listening to Yes. And I found the funnest podcast that I ever thought I would. Now, backstory. I'm a frustrated guitarist. Not a good guitarist. A guy who likes to play. Okay. And and, and has played with it over the years. Uh, so over the last, I've told you about my uh, morning coffee ritual. Yes. Where I take the yes. selfie mm-hmm, and post mm-hmm. it, and it's called the Roar yes. L. Well, okay. Mm-hmm. It has pretty much died down throughout the country. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, there's only about a handful of us that still do. One of them happens to be a singer-songwriter. Okay. Her name is Hope Dunbar. Okay. Um, released a new album out. Uh, you can stream it anywhere. Uh, do it. Okay. It's actually, it's very good. Uh, so last week tweeted out about her podcast and it's about writing songs, her and her law. Okay. Uh, this podcast together. And it is, I've been listening to it this week. I've had more fun listening to this. I got a smile ear to ear, uh, is writing a, a song and they put it out there. It's called, called the prompt queen. Uh, they get a prompt mm-hmm. and they, Write a song about That's it. That's pretty cool. Yeah, and they share it for the first yeah. time together, so neither one knows anything okay, about what yeah. the other one's doing. And uh, I guess they started it last year. They had like 50 episodes last year, and they started it this year and then took a break because of yeah. COVID. They just started back up. Go out and check it. That's it pretty is, cool. It is absolutely innovative on that level. And uh, the song, it just makes you smile because some of them are funny as hell. Mm-hmm. And... And some of them are really good, actually. So uh, I've I've enjoyed it. It's the best new thing for me. Check out the Prop Queen, P R O M P T Prop, and uh, it is a it, it, like I said. And check out uh, Hope and Emily Dunbar. Both of them have uh, I guess stuff on the internet, mm-hmm. and you can stream them. So check them both out. Uh, kind of country Americana yeah. type style music. Uh, yeah, I don't know her on any personal level. Yeah. But uh, I found out about, you know, through through Twitter. And I tell you what, I've enjoyed it tremendously. If you love music, want to hear about songwriting, uh, check it out. It is absolutely uh, the best 40 minutes of a day. Mm-hmm. And there's plenty of episodes to go back on. And uh, quite quite humorous. And, uh, yeah, best new thing. Uh, check them out. Oh, we today at work, I felt like I was listening to Lila the whole 
that soft 90s uh, slow music. <laughs> and I'm like, what are, what are they listening to here? I expected sappy love advice to come over the loudspeaker. I just never got it. <laughs> you know, I just never got it. Yeah. You know, like, uh, I'll give you a couple quick uh, prompts I did. One was The Flying Dog. Okay. They had to write a song about a flying dog. A flying dog. Yeah. Another one uh, about Georgia, named Georgia. Okay. Or the state. Okay, the state, yeah. Uh, and that third prompt, they, this is uh, the very first prompt they ever did, but she didn't. That was the prompt. I mean, you had to build the song wrong, that phrase. But she didn't. But she didn't. Okay. And it is, it's actually quite entertaining. Another one they did was called Done. Uh, the prompt yeah. was Done. Done. That, that had to be part of the song. So it, it's it's quite interesting, and to hear them how they uh, they came up with their song and how they uh, they're very much about the lyrics. Uh, quite interesting, in my opinion. Uh, I've enjoyed it. Maybe someday I'll actually join in in a bad song. <laughs> Maybe someday I'll uh, make a really bad song. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll take one of their prompts and, and I will not share it on this podcast. <laughs> Come on! No, no, Come no, no, on. no. That will not happen because I'm not going to put anybody Come through on. the thought of me singing. Oh God, that's. Um, Let's make a deal. Oh, oh okay. Oh, what did I do to myself? No, you no, no, you didn't do anything to yourself. You got me thinking over here. Irish start Saturday, two forty three. If you want to go, yes. NBC, our friends sure. team that's beyond me. Let's have to sell stats. Go ahead. But the longest TV timeouts in history. Um, you know, singing and all of that. If Notre Dame, I'm not going to do what Mark May did in dressing a leprechaun. You know, it's tough on an audio podcast, yes, anyways. But December fifth, if Notre Dame beats Syracuse. God willing, we that would include wins over Pitt and Clemson, Florida State, North Carolina. I don't know. I will come on the pod the following episode, and I will sing every chorus of the. All right. I will sing it. All right. I won't word it. I will. I won't say it. I will sing it. Fair enough. Fair and enough. I will sing it to the high heavens. I don't think we have to worry about that because our name lose by three. <laughs> you know what then? If we do, you're joining me. <laughs> All right. Deal? Uh, deal. All right. I'm going to be a little hold to this podcast. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll talk to you next time right here on Radio NBB. Have a great week, everybody.